Everybody, can you hear me? Hi, yeah, I got you. You're a little inny and outy. Hello, hello. Check A. Hey, everybody. Why? I was perfectly fine just a second ago. Hey, 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 there we are. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, 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 hello. This is. Hey. Sorry, guys. Yep. <clears throat> Working it out with the red. Very professional when I. I swear Snickerdoodle jumps on this board and ruins my settings because I have to fix them every week. Let me just see me moving Alf. For some reason, the, I looked at the YouTube and the picture was blown up. So I was like adjusting it in OBS. And oh, I, yeah. What the fuck? So I got it right about right. He's all the way up there now. Yeah. What, is it small now? Uh, it's in like the... Uh, should I say it's in quadrants one, two, three, six, seven, and eight? Yeah, it's really weird because that's that's what it is in OBS. <laughs> and then on my YouTube, when I look at it, uh, like here now, I'm gonna blow it back up in OBS and tell me blow if it, it up. Tell me if it looks back to normal in about 20 seconds. Because on my YouTube, it looks like blown up, like like really. Like, is it normal now? Uh, nope, not yet. By the way, quadrants isn't like a real thing. It's just something some fat ass will used to say. Um, there we go. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't know. I, I, just, I, I, I probably, I just leave this open every week and I sign in back. Like, I just, I just change everything every week. So I should probably do a better job of that. Oh, um, your, your snickerdoodle's like my Uncle Bix. Like, you get there and everything's twisted and wrong. I get in the truck and I look down. And everything looks completely out of whack because he goes through there with like a tissue and cleans everything. What the fuck does he's, that mean? He's like a cat. I'm just twisting knobs. I'm cleaning the place. I watched. So you know how we're someone that we work with is working very hard on um, <clears throat> another person's snowblower. Yes. On his own time, of course. Well, so it left some oil on the garage floor. Oh no. Now, as you and I, you know, it's <clears throat> it's a finished garage floor. It's properly spread uh and uh you and i both know from both commercials and the exxon valdez disaster what do you use if you have oil uh money especially on penguins and ducks uh dawn yes yes you throw money at it no yes dawn a little bit of dawn goes a long way i watched a grown man grow through five swiffer pads on they have that la's totally awesome stuff that I know, like, but it's it's also a coarse, grippy floor, and you know anything like grabs a hold of a Swiffer pad, it starts to tear it apart right away. Yeah, right. So I watched this grown man with go through Swiffer pad after Swiffer pad, trying to mop up a tiny little bit of oil. I'm like, I think he's got you know, like, stock in those Dawn Swifters, ducks, right? I think he's got stock in those Swifters. Oh, yeah, I would think so. The, I mean, the, not... the stockpiling we have in there, I'm like, why do we need all that? I never see a bill for this either. I don't know who's paying for these. 
uh, is it maybe he he's well, he's probably buying them himself. He gets them off as discount, and then he hands the receipt in for store price, hmm. and he's skimming it off the top. Well, I, I, it's you, convoluted. It's again, yeah. He profits about sixty cents every two weeks. And but I'm, that does sound okay. about right. All right, that's probably right. We're really giving our fans the service this this time. They're 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 enjoying us talk about something they, they have no they idea. They enjoy hearing incompetence. Yeah, well. that's why they tune in every week. <laughs> Um, how, uh, I guess I was going to say nothing really happened this Wednesday, but I guess they started, what, what's with Wednesdays lately? What's with today today? <laughs> oh, poor Gina. Poor Gina. I mean, not poor Gina. Fucker. What? Who are you talking? I don't. Oh, is... oh, I thought you were talking about Gina Carano getting fired. Wait, she did? Yeah. Why? L- literally for, oh, uh. All that. Anti-trans shit she was doing. Well, today on Wednesday, I'm I haven't read. I'm in the middle of reading the article just posted like three minutes ago. Uh, Carano shared several controversial oh. and anti-Semitic posts. Ah, oh, well, I'll get you fired. Oh, that'll do it. Oh, six minutes. She's ago. just trying to get in on that Mel Gibson. Oh, you, you uh, threw that out like it was back. like old news. I'm like, what? <laughs> No, honestly, I'm like, I thought I was, like, behind. I'm like, oh, man, when did, I can't believe I missed this. And literally, timestamp is 1036. Yes. So we were rolling the open when this got posted. W- wasn't she going to get her own show? That's what they're saying, yeah. On Wednesday, news broke that Gina Carano, best known for playing Cara Dune on the first two seasons of Disney's series The Mandalorian, has been fired from not just the series, but will no longer be part of the larger Star Wars franchise. Ooh, man. I mean, look. Even it, look, look. You would. It's ironic though that it is Disney. I mean, if, if she, mm. she's just like seven all, years too late. All right. If only Walt knew, he would have saved her. Yeah. Walt. This w- gam's got good ideas. Walt would have blacklisted her too, so that her voice wouldn't appear anywhere else. Yep. Uh, Lucasfilm has been looking for a reason to fire her for two months. I heard that even longer before that, but. I don't know. I, I mean, I knew that she did some controversial shit um, mm. with that anti-trans. She was like, uh, she was mad about the pronouns and people's like, who the fuck cares? What are you so upset about? Yeah. Uh, Carano shared several controversial anti-Semitic posts. Why would you uh, just shut up? Even right. if you are, <laughs> you can hate them all you want. I'm not saying you should, but if you do and you're in Star Wars. Shut the hell up. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, same with the My Pillow guy. Like, dude, come on. You have a, a factory full of people who are relying on you to keep the company running. Shut. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for them. The fuck up. Do not. What, what it, like, sh- you shouldn't have a stance on anything. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, we don't have a stance on anything, and we have nothing to lose. We have a stance on nonsense that happened 20 years ago. That's it. Yes. <laughs> Again, yeah, we have. Uh, no, we don't want to alienate anybody who listens to the show. Like, whatever you no. feel. Just, you, yeah, it, whatever you want to hear, we will tell you. Yeah, whatever, no, but whatever you feel, we don't fucking care. We're only going to talk about care. old shit. <laughs> and, you know, stuff that and news And if you that don't replies. like old shit, and if you're one of those people that, like, nostalgia is poison... Uh, fuck off. Yeah, well, yeah, it's probably that. You probably go read, read uh, uh, probably leave a review, bashing me. 
Um, Unless you say nice things about me while doing it, then it's okay. Uh, did you watch, speaking of things that not a lot of people care about, did you watch um, WandaVision? On, no, I'm, I'm sorry, not WandaVision. Um, Ooh, not, I said not a lot of people care about it. The Yokozuna documentary, Legend, Icons, or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, I'm waiting. I got another month yet until I could sign up, so. Oh, I thought you had, like, Jake or Doug's login. I I, I haven't been using it because then I all I do is hear bitching. Like, why am I, why are all these old ECW and CZ or all this weird shit and my, you know, recently watched thing? And I'm like, sorry. And then, so I just don't do it anymore. Oh, uh, well, yeah. That I, and I, I forgot the password and uh, then I have to ask and. I watched it over um, the like two nights, and it's really good. And at first, I was like, "Are they?" Because he trained in Allentown, here where we live, for his, at the Wild Samoan Training Center, and they're like saying Pensacola, Florida, and it clearly was the training center in Whitehall. I'm like, "What the hell's going on?" Under the bowling alley. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, are they not saying? And then like the Tonga kids in it, and I'm like, are they trying to like avoid talking about Jimmy Snuka in Allentown? Is that why? They're not. And then at the end, it's a spoiler squeezer. At the end, it goes to the 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 our show, which they use a camcorder footage of it, even though they could have called and asked for our footage. The Yokozuna tribute show. Yeah, I mean, shit. We have a guy whose job it is just to go through that stuff. Right. So you hear Mittman's voice. It's our it's, it was clearly our footage, but it looks like it looks like really degraded. And it, mm. it's probably off a DVD or something that we gave them. Or VHS we gave them back then. But you hear Mittman doing the call, our, uh, the world-famous Mike Mittman at the end, and it's Undertaker and Kane versus the Acolytes, the APA. And, um, yeah, that was from the Yokozuna Tribute Show. And, they're, and they say in Allentown, Pennsylvania. So I'm like, oh, well, they're not completely washing Allentown out of Yokozuna. But it's really good. It's really well done. I want to see more of those. Now that Bruce is in the company, yeah, I'm... Bruce really drives the story in it, too. Um, and now that Bruce is in the company, Bruce and Rikishi, you know. Awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I just, I got to wait for that uh, uh, Peacock deal to go through. Can't you just get it now and then you'll have Peacock? I'm not made of money. <laughs> mm. uh, I mean, I am, but. So you're, it's one month. You'll be, yeah, it's, it's, it's 10 extra dollars. Well, that's <laughs> 10 extra um things that cost a dollar hmm. are you gonna mm-hmm. get the cheap you're gonna get the cheap that, five version that's like a medium mac and cheese at, at uh, chick-fil-a come on you're you're just w- waiting till there's that cheap with commercial five ver- five dollar version of it five bucks a month i want the commercials yeah and I, I don't want to hear your i want the commercial soliloquy bullshit no one wants the them. commercials I like to see commercials. Half of my picks are commercials. You know, this and 20 was... years from now, when we're still doing this show and we got to reminisce about the rad years in 2021, I got to remember these commercials. <laughs> yeah, this this year, uh, watching the Super Bowl was the first year. Like I, the commercials were when I got out to pee or do laundry or something. They, yeah, they... the only one I really liked was that really sexist one. Which one? The uh, the car insurance one. Oh, that was that was his opinion. I'm watching this. I'm like, all right, two things. First of all, this is really offensive. That was like cure auto insurance, right? Yeah, this is hilarious. 
I'm I like, this is something, this is a sketch. This is a sketch that would get heat on even SNL. This is something like we would have done 12 years ago, drunk off our asses eating dominoes in your apartment. So what was the commercial again? I, I remember seeing it and being uh, like, this is really out of place. About like whipping out your opinion. He showed like his, my opinion's really big. No, I've seen your opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes up and, to the boss. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. And, and at the party, I was like, oh, yeah, that was sexist. That was way out of place. Yeah, it was fantastic. I'm not. I'm. I'm saying it was horribly inappropriate. It was sexy. See, I didn't even like and it. I was just like, ugh. It, it. I mean, like I said, though, it was something that we would have done, like you know, half in the bag. I guess it makes sense since I didn't laugh at it. <laughs> yeah, good point. Uh, what else? Other than that, yeah, I didn't really. Well, I only got to see like the fourth quarter because you know the kids picked a hell of a night to basically burn the entire second floor of the house down. So I was dealing with that, and then I, I finally. Got, I, I got to see the beginning. I like the um, the game was awful. The game was fucking dog shit. But I like I liked the um Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher Cheetos commercial. But I kept saying, "All right, now show Chester Cheetah dressed up like Shaggy. Show Chester Cheetah dressed up like Shaggy. Show Chester Cheetah." And they didn't. And I'm like, missed opportunity, dude. Come on. Yeah. Come on! I don't know. Are they are they allowed to show cartoon characters or snacks anymore? Is he like the new Joe Camel? No, no, he's allowed. Yep, he's he's okay. in the commercials. He's all over them, but they they did not use. I'm like, all right, now I'm like, I even told Enchantress they're gonna show Chester Cheetah dressed up like Shaggy, and then they did it. And I was like, wow, they fucking blew that. <laughs> Uh, okay, and then um, another thing that happened on Friday, uh, WandaVision, episode five. Oh, one other thing before the Super Bowl. Uh, I am updating my will, though. I told you, I think uh, my family can throw me in front of a bus. They can send me to that uh, science lab where they just let your body rot and study it. Uh, they can do anything with it. Whatever you do is do not bring me back as a shitty, uncomfortable hologram. Oh yeah, I, I that no, was just weird. no one cares enough about anything I've ever said to do that, so I don't even have to worry about that in my will. Oh, uh, you would be surprised. This show we got plenty of audio. Joe, if you want to bring me back as a hologram, you're more than welcome to. You can't bring Squeezer back because it's in his will, so just you know, bleep him out. But mm -hmm. bring me back. No, my my, my family can't. Joe can. Well, now you're changing course. No, I said my family can't. No, you said you don't want to be a hologram, so you're not. All right, fine. Not a All right, but if I get some... Like, I'm not cool sharing AI my hologram thing. stage. No, 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 no. You backed no, out. No, 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 no. You're out. It's all me. It's rad years with RK. <laughs> That's it. It's going to be me and my backwards cap, my stupid hoodie, my jeans, and my stupid uh, things with my big-ass fucking teeth grinning at everybody virtually from a, a, a hologram stage. And it'll be all mine. <laughs> like, remember mm -hmm. all those episodes I did by myself? <laughs> I could be, I could, I could be a head in a jar though. That's okay. Oh, it's, I, my will saying that I get the stage by myself because it's in your will, so it's illegal. It would be illegal for you to be part of it at all. I'm sorry, Squeezer. That's the law. Oh, all right. And I'd also be dead, so I wouldn't really. I got the whole 
hologram stage. I don't know where I'm going to be at. Probably like a flea market set up in an old Kmart. Um, but still. In an old Kmart. That would be... I mean, that would be fitting. Oh, yeah. Uh, Joe wanted to know if you're afraid I will throw you through a barbershop window like HBK and Marty. I would super kick him straight through that. Uh, but he's... Throw me th- throw me through it? Not with the 80 pounds on that bar. But uh, <laughs> he's getting there. 80 pounds. Oh, good God. <laughs> you lose all that weight, Squeeze. You're down six pounds. I know. I'll be lifting yeah, you yeah. like the bars. By the time I'm even being a good boy, because I was a shitty, shitty, shitty cheater on uh, Sunday during that Super Bowl. Oh yeah, so, so was I. So was I. I'm drinking. So I'm drinking seltzers tonight because I'm a good boy. But I was a shitty, shitty boy. Oh, I'm drinking beer. I was a shitty, shitty boy during the Super Bowl. But I, I did three workouts on Sunday before that. I lifted. I did yoga, and I went out and shoveled. So, ah, nice. So I was ready for the binge of junk food um, and beer during the Super Bowl. It wasn't so much. I drank a lot of beer and I ate a lot of, you know, like the the little uh, the tub of mozzarella balls. Yeah. I have like the little uh, what do they call those? Uh, you know, how, yeah, I know. Pearl, like the pearls. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah, them at so the I, I, ate, I ate an entire one of those. <laughs> Were you able to uh, make a movement the no. next day? No. <laughs> uh, what day is it? Oh, God damn, pal. I'm caught up now. Uh, a <laughs> oh. half a block of Manchego. Jesus Christ. And uh, six mozzarella sticks. Because Mrs. Squeezer ate the other couple that I made. I don't think the Apple Watch monitors cholesterol squeezer. You might want to go to a doctor. <laughs> ah, it's, I mean, they say there's some there's good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. So okay. my odds are the more cholesterol I take in, it's a fifty fifty shot. You don't know which one you're gonna get. Yeah, well, it's like a Forrest Gump. Yeah. Heart attacks are like a box of chocolates. <laughs> Never know what you're gonna get. I didn't even open up. I had a whole block of uh, cheddar too, but I didn't open that up. <sighs> this is this is a lot of cheese already. I'm uh, more of a chip. And she, like, I put out some monster, uh, some spicy mustard, Ooh, some garlic sure. ritz, um, tortilla chips, uh, uh, Martin potato chips, uh, French mm. onion dip, some salsa, some uh, nacho cheese dipping sauce. Then Whose I ha- cheese was it? Nacho cheese. <laughs> and then, uh, and the, acu- the charcuterie board of uh, I had a uh, pepperoni bagel bites, <laughs> um, <laughs> jalapeno cream cheese wontons. They're really good. It's a jalapeno for you, uh, French French people. Um, and little little Frank's in a blanket. So. It was a good mix of snacks. Oh, and I also made a, a crock pot of grape jelly meatballs. And if you don't know what those are, goddamn, pal. You there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Were you daydreaming about grape jelly meatballs? or? Uh, your charcuterie plate. Oh, yeah, it was good. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, so that I Enchantress had some chips, and then 
went went to her uh, chair and was like, "I'm I'm good. I'm just trying to save myself." And I'm like, "Well, all this food's out here. I made it." And it's, since it's a cheat day, I might as well eat it all. I tried. <laughs> we didn't get anywhere near it. I, it was embarrassing. How little we ate, so. How, what beers were you drinking? Uh, it was, oh, what the hell? Were they IPAs? Yeah, it's the, uh, I have to look it up. See, I was just just Heineken's, which aren't good, but they're not as bad as an IPA. No, it's like seven percent, seven percent, or something like that. So it paces me. Yeah, but I'm talking like cal- caloric intake. Ah, it's not that much less. It depends. It depends, there, boy squeezer. But yeah, I mean, I should, I should really switch to just. Uh... I tried, people. I, tr- I bought a 12-pack of Heineken Light. I opened one up. I had a sip. <laughs> I was like, ah. I tried choking the whole thing down, and I could, and I poured it out, and I gave the rest to Jake, my friend Jake at work, trucker for their their fridge. Like, take this this awful fucking ugh. light beer. I The Bud Bowl, uh, the Bud Light Bud Bowl, Bottles made appearance at the Super Bowl. That was pretty cool. When was that? Like I said, I missed the first. Uh... So there was this really stupid Budweiser Legends commercial where these people are staring at like a convenience store door and like, where'd all the Bud Light go? And then there's an overturned Bud Light truck. And then the Bud Light portals open and all these like, I guess, Frederick the, Cedric the Entertainer and I guess people from other Bud Light commercials came out. But the only ones I really recognized were the little... Bud Bowl bottles carrying uh, cases of Bud Light. To I'm like, oh, the Bud Light, the Bud Bowl, Bud Light team made it. Now I'm, now I I feel good about this, even though uh, Bruce Springsteen's wearing a fucking cowboy hat. I had no. I'm like, who is this old guy? I knew who it was, but it, it took me a moment. Springsteen let me down in December once. He was on Saturday Night Live. It was the last show before Christmas, and I'm like. Oh shit! He's gonna do one of his new songs, and then he's doing because he's with the E Street Band. Like he's doing Santa Claus is coming to town. You know he's gonna do Santa Claus is coming to town. Mm-hmm. Didn't he did two new songs? Because we love when the, the legends, Ooh. yeah, I know when the legends show up and do new shit. Like come on, come on, Bruce. What are you thinking? And then he's doing a Jeep commercial in fucking Missouri, wearing a cowboy hat. What are you yeah, trying to kinda... get as far away from New Jersey as you can? Well, it's there's a chapel there in the middle somewhere. Yeah, I didn't listen to half the shit he was saying. I just couldn't believe he's like wearing a duster and a cowboy hat. Like, are you gonna? Is he joining the Nasty Boys or something? <laughs> he took a heel. He's a fucking heel. Came out of a goddamn box. Now everyone fucking hates him. It's in heat. Like, if you had the choice between seeing you had Springsteen live only doing new songs. Or a cover band doing Springsteen hits. Ooh. What would you rather go see? Neither, but I'd have to pick one. Yeah, if you had to pick one. Oh, God. I have a gun to your head, and it's just going to hurt. It's not even going to kill you. <laughs> well, they're both going to hurt as well, so. <laughs> yeah, well, it's going to hurt even more now. 
I might take the herd of the bullet if it doesn't kill me. Well, no, it, it, it's not going to kill you. You still have to go. I'm going to, I'm going to, all right, I'll break, all right, you have a choice. I'm going to break both your legs and drag you to one of these concerts. Now your legs are broken. You tell me where to go. And killing me is off the table. Killing you is off the table. You have to live. Oh, God. I guess the cover, man. Can't you just put us. And you've got to be sober the entire time. Oh, no. Can't you just put I'm one just of his. Being mean now. Couldn't you just put one of his albums on and I just listen to it there while I, I bleed out? <laughs> yeah, all right. But is it a new album or. No, no. A classic. The greatest hits. Classic. Yeah. I listen to the hits. Um. Nope. No, sorry, gotta suffer. I'm not even Cover like band or I couldn't name f- probably five Bruce Springsteen songs. Could you? Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the Streets uh, of Philadelphia. Yeah, the uh, the one with the pink Cadillac one. That's Bruce Springsteen, right? I don't know. Dancing in the dark. Maybe. I know. Dancing in the dark. Yeah, right? it's the the friends chicks in it. Yeah. Uh, born in the USA. Oh yeah, born in the USA. And uh, yeah. Paradise by the Dashboard Lights. No, that's Meatloaf. I know, but I was being funny. Oh, I I really can't. I I mean, I probably could if I think about it, but I I don't really. I'm not. I know. I'm from fucking the the corridor that's supposed to suck the dick of Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, Dan's gonna be so mad know, at you. I'm yeah, so know, telling him. I know. That's what I'm gonna pose this question to Dan tomorrow. If you had to see Springsteen no. live doing, eh, he would probably want to see. He yeah, he'd want to see the new shit. Yeah, live oh. Bruce. But we talked about it. He was also like really disappointed. He was thinking the same thing I was that he's gonna play Santa Claus is coming to town. It's a no brainer. You're an SNL, the Christmas show, before the break. You got the E Street mm-hmm. band. What the fuck are you thinking, Bruce? I know you're listening. That, playing that new song isn't gonna sell you any more albums. I know. I know you're listening, Bruce. What were you thinking? Also, why with the cowboy hat? You should have been like, There's a place on the Jersey Shore. Where they hate everybody. We could find common ground. <laughs> could have been in a, a pair of like... Uh, yeah, they could have taken down to Asbury Park. Everyone just gets shit-faced. Punch each other in the face a couple of times. There, the country's safe. Yeah. Yeah, Asbury just Park. Everyone get it out of their system. Asbury Park is a place I've been really fucked up at. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> fucking stone pony too i I was that speaking of it was at the stone pony summer stage outside but still i went in the stone pony for some drinks i was really fucked up nice fucking dirk yeah man just eat the cookie it's one dose (laughs) oh it was that one huh yeah (laughs) uh if you listen to them for the cowboy hat though if uh, if I could wear a cowboy hat and I can't, one, I'm a fat little kid from Pennsylvania, so immediately I'd look like an asshole. But if you can pull it off, I'd be more than happy. I can, I can rock uh, the tech vest. I got that going for me. Um, right? It's... Am I still allowed to do that? Uh, well, you do anyway. I do. Yeah. I, I take shit for it. But. Yeah, well, that's fun. I have a cold torso. My arms get hot. What do you want me to do? They invented the perfect outerwear for me, and you guys mock me for it. You and Chevy. You and uh, Clark Griswold. It's a look. So um, I thought that uh, 
they should have cut some of the the Avril no not the Avril Lavigne the Gwen Stefani country singer guy spot into the Bruce Springsteen like they should have had someone in the chapel being like are you why are you wearing a cowboy hat are you wearing spurs did you ride a horse here <laughs> I, I I take it you didn't see the T-Mobile I didn't see with it. Gwen Sorry, Stefani no. like I said I didn't I didn't I saw a little bit of the first quarter and then I saw the fourth. Right, well, I was going to get in the WandaVision, but we've been doing this show now for a long time. Yeah. And um, WandaVision was pretty good, and it's getting better. And this, uh, it looks like, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it looks like what I was thinking about, which was clear as day to anyone who knew anything about the show and yeah. what they're doing, is pretty. And especially also the back door backstage deals about, you know. It wasn't even ownership like ownership and rights and shit like that. There's not you don't you even know. have to really dig to know it. It's like pretty much out no. there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like like hiding in plain sight is what they say. Uh, yes. So we'll see how that shapes up. But in the meantime, we're ready to start our show and we're talking more retro romance, Mr. Squeezer. And I do believe it's your turn to go first. So without further ado, yeah. Squeezer, your first retro romantic pick and do my graveyard doing the monster mash with you on this beautiful valentine's day marty why did you play that song today there must be thousands of love songs well it's it's kind of a love song all the monsters enjoying each other's company you know dancing holding their evil in check you played the wrong record didn't you why are you doing this to me Uh, this is the, Did you pull all how, Simpsons? How many, is it all from this episode? What? Of that Simpsons episode? Uh, no, I'm saying, did you pull all, all your are all your pulls from one episode? No, no. Oh. All, it's this is the only pull from that episode, and only two Simpson pulls. Oh, only two Simpson and pulls. Okay. Both actually make sense. Well, this one kinda. So the visual of this, this is the opening to. Um, uh, the Valentine's Day episode one, you know, the classic, uh, you know, uh, uh, Ralph and Lisa. I choo choo choose you, know, you is all stop. you have to say. Choo choo choo. Sorry, I all of a sudden like I just hit a. Here's what happens. We had this conversation earlier today. I can't read and listen at the same time. Apparently, I can't read and talk at the same time. Well, what are you reading? Because uh, I'm reading all these sweet sayings like sweet love. Soulmate, love bug, and now it even says tweet me. And for, yes. for, for anyone who's frustrated, it's I Love Lisa, season four, episode 15. Thank you. I'm a stammering asshole. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, the op- it opens with Bart uh, writing his own personalized sayings on the uh, little sweethearts that he would then uh, deliver. Uh, at school yeah he's using a also, red paintbrush right yes yeah but then he would also cause skinner to have uh, flashbacks to vietnam oh, yes well to, actually not so much vietnam but apocalypse now yes yeah uh anyway Break uh, so through, I'm talking... to the others. <laughs> <laughs> did you realize the, the, the drama that actually is uh and not in even just the last uh, couple years 
with uh, Candy Sweethearts. No. All right, so they've been around for quite some time. We're talking like aren't they called Conversation eight, Hearts? Uh, depends on what company. The, the Necco ones but. are the original, right? NECA ones are the original. They're the sweethearts. Oh, I thought they were conversation they, arts. Uh, conversation arts is Bracus or something. Brox. I, I think. Brox. Brox. Yeah. Just remember B-A-R-X. Brox rocks. Remember Brox. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Brox rocks. Brox rocks. Those no. like dinosaur eggs. Those eggs like things. Oh, that's who made the. Okay. Yeah, Brox rocks. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you learned how to say Brox. <laughs> huh. Um. Yeah. So. The Chase Brothers, uh, 1866, they come up with these. Um, so think of like, and like, so they were made, they're NECA wafers, and these guys made mints and shit, and his brother invented a machine that could print and like stamp words into the candies. Now, just picture where this is in time, like these big machines are doing all this. Like, the Civil War had just ended. So look at pictures of the Civil War, and at the same time, there are guys with giant contraptions making candy hearts. It's kind of like uh, a little bit of mindfuck there for me. Mm. Also, this is at the tail end of the first Industrial Revolution. Mm-hmm. So also, they have all this machinery. The world is changing for the better. This is huge. And then it was the mid-1800s where things started to taper off because people started getting lazy with all these machines. And then, you know, eventually, like... Things, you know, later 1800s starts picking back up again. We have like trains and shit. Well, this is like this was like the Tamagotchi uh, of its time. Like they finally have this technology. What do we do with it? Well, let's make candy hearts. Well, let's put a little thing that shits in a little plastic thing and sell it to kids. It's the same thing. I was gonna go with iPhones, but they actually serve a purpose. <laughs> kind of, kind of. I think Neko. But we don't use them for. Purpose. We use them to play games and watch porn. I think Neko wafers still come in the same wrapper they came in during the Civil War. Pretty much, yeah. If if you actually just take them and they actually uh, sell them alongside those uh, uh, bread wafers, uh, the meal bread with the worms in it, they just throw in your tin cup and mix with some water when you survive out there. <laughs> Pretty much, it is the exact same thing. Also, these. Uh, so over the years, the recipe changed. Now what happened was uh, NECA filed for bankruptcy. NECA. They're no more. NECA, NECA. is Northeast, uh, the toy oh, company. Yeah, that's why I keep. Yeah, that's why I keep doing that. Um, they got bought out or and uh, absorbed by Spangler. Those are the guys that make Dum Dums. Uh, they, I mean, Spangler makes everything. Also, uh, do um, uh, what are those delicious ones? They, uh, they, uh, not that Use your coffee, words. but, uh, I'm stammering because I'm getting excited. Oh, uh, the sugar babies? Where there's originals. The sugar daddies? Where there's originals. Yeah. And they make, they make sugar daddies, right? They make everything. They make everything that isn't, they make sweet I have a box of Werther's original and... right here. The sugar-free yeah. ones. Look on the back of it. It probably says Spangler on it, right? It says... Made in Germany by August Stork KG. So it doesn't say Spangler anywhere. Oh. All right. Well, they probably resell them then. And it says Stork, um, part of your world on the side. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, they when they bought them out, uh, they found the original recipe. 
So they actually went back and kind of undid all the changes they made over the years and went back to the original recipe, which is probably for the best because in 2010, and so here's the thing, were you really eating candy, uh, the sweethearts, in the last 10 years, really? Nope. Or more? No, last time I probably had it was like elementary school when like you would eat the your own that you brought to school to give to other kids because my gra- the only thing i bought from neko is uh canada mints for my grandma she liked um mm. not the pink ones but the white ones and they'd sell, sell them at um the one grocery store so i'd get by them and take them to her all the time because she'd be like i can't find ryan i can't find the white flavor of canada mints are those the ones that are a little like eggy shaped ones? No, it looks like a Necco wafer, but like really thick. It's about, huh. it's it's like who, a ne- there's who? two there's one's mint and one's wintergreen. And who wants to eat those? My grandmother. I like them too. I used uh, to buy them too. Okay. Um, so what happened was they changed the recipe in 2010 to make them like almost like a gummy. Yeah. Yeah. Changed the flavor profile, the texture, everything. It changed it all. Uh, no surprise, eight years later, they go bankrupt. Um, so Spangler comes in, buys them out. Now, the problem is, this is 2018. They're trying to get production up and running because the factory is shut down. They have to move 60 truckloads of machinery and equipment out of this into their own factory and, like, use cranes and shit to lift this up. Like, the machinery involved to make these damn candy hearts is insane. And they make 8 million of them a year, and they sell out in a matter of weeks. Hmm. So because of that, I did not know this because I didn't care at the time because I wasn't paying much attention to it. There were no heart candies in 2019, unless we reported on this when we were doing the show and we completely forgot. That's also a possibility. Hmm. Um, Yeah, they apologized that there were no... um, Neko, uh, did I say it right this time? Neko, yeah. 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 Um, sweethearts that year. Uh, starting in 2020, things were looking up for 2020, though. You knew it was going to be <laughs> a good year. Um, they got production up and running. They brought back the original flavor. They also brought back banana and wintergreen. <laughs> but the printer shit out on them. So like some of the sayings were a little off, and they didn't have as many printed out. Uh, as they would have liked. But 2021 is uh, really starting to look up. Well, um, no, it's not true. But what about Conversation Hearts? Tell us about those. Uh, I don't I don't eat those. I only eat Sweethearts. They're, they're the same thing. They're the same thing. They're the same thing. But they don't... But they, they didn't get bought out by Spangler. There's not a 150 years worth of story there. Mm. Yeah, I just always remembered them called Conversation Hearts. I didn't realize that their Sweethearts version was... Those are the legit ones. Mm. They're the OG. Mm. Also, you can... And so I got this idea. You can submit... Now, I don't know if Spangler's still doing it this year, but NECA was still doing it. And I'm assuming you can reach out to Spangler because they add new ones each year. We got to get uh, our own saying put on it. I'm thinking we can't just go something crazy because they have to approve it and they're not going to put anything dumb on. But what if we just said, you're rad? Oh. Uh-huh. 
you're rad. And it'll be the unofficial official rad years candy. All right. I'm down with it. I can dig it, brother. You know something mean? Ah, never mind. I can't. <laughs> I'm going to write that down and then lose this paper. Well, at least you tried. All right. My first pick is a love story. I love you. I know. Great scene at the end of Empire Strikes Back, culminating in two movies worth of will they, won't they, between Princess Leia and Han Solo. A princess and a scoundrel, Squeezer. Mm. Love story for the ages. Now, and when we were kids, I was confused because by watching uh, New Hope first, I was like, well, she's going to be in love with Luke. <laughs> she kissed him. Uh, he's the hero. It's obvious. Mm-hmm. The the hero gets the girl. But, you know, turns out the brother and sister. And, uh... I mean, now, depending on where you live, that shouldn't stop them, but... Well, they weren't... <laughs> I don't want to disparage any states. Does anyone like Alabama? Can I take a shot at Alabama? You don't... As the band? That's true. They weren't in a, in a, the state of Alabama in a, a galaxy far, far away. They were, uh, and then they, I screwed the joke up. Something, something, yeah, Alabama no, people. Go, you know what? Uh, let me think. Uh, Nebraska. Arcan- they don't have internet out there, so they can't get our podcast. What about Arkansas? No, I got family down there. So, are they married to each other? Uh, I don't think so. They don't have a phone, so I haven't talked to them in a while. Hey, Paul. Uh, anyway, and so um, we were confused, and you realize that I don't. You think Lucas when he did Star Wars? I guess he did because it was episode. No, it wasn't called Episode Four right away, was it? It was just Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Do you think he knew they were brother and sister from the get-go? Uh, you know, it's... I mean, he might have lied and said he did, but do you really think? I I don't... I think that first one stands alone so well that I I don't... I don't think... I I think maybe after it was a success, success, before Empire, yes. So I I think it might have been right after... I I, I don't want to make it up as i go but you would you would watch the first one and think eh, no you, there's no semblance of an idea that it was the case yeah. you know but they really st- that, that 
they really start off Empire, the best movie of the series, with their their romance, their their and, and the Echo Base uh, storming around the snowy halls, which kind of looks like our our backyards right now, um, on the frozen planet Hoth, which is also Allentown, Pennsylvania, Lilyhammer, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Here, it's snowing right now, actually. I don't is think it? it. I don't. Yeah, I don't okay. think it'll ever stop. Um. So they're storming around there, yelling at each other because he's trying to leave, and really she wants him just to stay. And then they wind up getting on the Falcon together and leaving, and they're just arguing the whole time. And almost throughout the entire movie, they're arguing and yelling at each other. Uh, but there's a certain point where they they fall into each other on on the ship, but they're interrupted mm-hmm. by C-3PO. They almost had a moment. And then finally, right as Boba Fett and Darth Vader capture Han to be frozen in carbonite, he plants one on her, and she says, I love you, and he replies back with the fucking coolest dancer on the planet. I know. Mm-hmm. Badass. Um, and then you know, they're still fighting in The last Return of the Jedi, which is good. You want yeah. them to... Um, she saves him, and... Uh, from Jabba's palace. And, uh, you know, then that other trilogy happens, which according to our friend Jason at work, Darth Jason, he, he's theorized a world in which those, there's now a second timeline where those trilogies didn't happen. And that's the, it's the, the gears are in place. I know exactly what he's talking about. Right. There's, it wouldn't surprise me in the least. It would, it, 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 the immediate future? No. There has to be at least five years before they decide they're redoing that or go yes. going in a different oh, yeah. direction. Yeah. Maybe even ten. It, it, there's a lot of money. A lot of money in those movies. They made a fortune just because – and a lot of children who the movies are made for love those movies. Well, kids are dumb. <laughs> yes. Yes. Nonetheless – to think that they're just gonna all of a sudden redo them because Mandalorian is good, uh, I think is a little. No, I th- I think the way things look, they even take a break from a movie or two, slow things down. Yeah, but now shows. they were like, "We're gonna do a lot of fucking movies. You're gonna get an Obi Wan movie. You're gonna get a Yoda movie. You're gonna get a fucking Han Solo movie. You're gonna get a thousand trilogies." And then they started, like, doing shit. And they're like, well, okay, okay, we're not doing any movies. We're putting it on hold. We're going to do this one TV show called The Mandalorian. You'll probably see it. I don't know. And it's a super success. Now they're like, we're going to do a thousand TV shows. You're going to get a fucking Obi-Wan TV show. You're going to get a fucking Grogu TV show. You're going to get a fucking thousand spinoff TV shows. And I think it's going to crash and burn. They should just focus on one. Night Ishmael. Focus on one fucking solid storyline. I mean, come on, right? Quality is better than quantity. I, I believe. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying go crazy, but you can you, you can spin a few plates. You can do more. Than no, they can't. That. They've done it, and they can't. Now, Marvel is a different story, and the people to compare the two is is ignorant and foolish. And I'll say that right now. <laughs> Marvel has decades and books and books and stories and thousands of writers and 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 stories to build upon a universe that's already there the foundation is there 
Star Wars does not. It's just not the same thing. You can't build this universe that's not really there. Yes, there are books and there is a canon, but it's not as the there's not as much character death as there depth as there is in Marvel. Because by the time the first Star Wars movie came out, there was already a fucking huge history of Marvel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can't debate that. I'm I'm not. So why are you yelling at me? I'm yelling at everybody. <laughs> okay. As long as it's everyone. It's everybody. But yes, their romance is um, a, one of my favorite in the in all of cinema, the Han and, and Leia. I know it ends tragically, but who knows? According to Jason, that could all be retconned, and it could end. They could have uh, uh, Han Solo at ninety nine starring in another movie, because obviously, according to Squeezer, he can't be recast. No, no, you can't. That's why they have shitty holograms. Oh, God. I really wish that Mandalorian, they would have just shown like a split second of young Luke instead of the long shot that looked like a pornography deep fake. A little less. A little less? A lot less. <laughs> uh, and then recast him. Sebastian Stan, please. Creamy yeah, just. I wouldn't be Creamy just texted me about Gina uh, Garano. We're a little, you're a little late on that, Creamy. We're on top of it. Uh, all right, Squeezer, your next retro romance topic. And you see that it's time to move on. I won't do that. I won't do that. I know the territory. Is this why you said a meatloaf song earlier? Yeah. Who's fresh on your brain? It was fresh in my brain. You, you, you clicking and clacking back there over top of this piece of art. I potted down. Relax. I had to open a new beer. Ah. Listen, I've stepped over Meatloaf getting oxygen in a hallway already. <laughs> all right. We, we, we kind of have a personal relationship. Uh, it was a large so step, he, too. <laughs> well, this was before he was. This was somewhere in between. Um. Uh, you, you talk about the Han and Leia romance. How about the meatloaf beast versus the, um, I don't know, I guess technically it's the, 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 the beauty of the video. And the, the best part is, uh, so the video goes on. I've talked about my relationship with this music video, and I remember coming home from school, or not home, but going to my babysitter's and she and her eldest daughter were there and they're ready to go. Like they had the popcorn ready and like, oh my God, they're going to debut this meatloaf video. It's been so long. And I'm like, who? And then I watched it and I thought it was awesome um, because it's, it, first of all, it's a Michael Bay production. Mm. Um, 
very early Michael Bay. Mm -hmm. uh, this was he did. So he was do he did music videos throughout like most of the eighties and commercials and then and commercials. He's um, very Nike, well known yeah. ones too. And then it was uh, the music videos for Bad Out of the Hell Two and the Got Milk Aaron Burr commercial were his last. I would say like uh, jobs that he worked before he got his gig, because it was right after this then that he got Bad Boys, and then mm. from there it was to the moon and my mom had a briefcase type thing that was under the couch that had a like a, cl a clasp click that you pushed and it popped out and it was mm -hmm. it was a storage case for cassette tapes and in there were some of the fucking nerdiest music in the planet like the moody blues i'm not a i'm not a fan um oh, i like them like disney tapes but there was this one tape a bat out of hell from meatloaf which had this sick ass fucking artwork and i thought he was the baddest rock star on the planet for a long time. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, my parents love me. So, love. yeah, but I like him as Bob awesome. the Moosey, but also, I told you, I finally saw Rocky Horror Picture Show for the first time this past Halloween. Yes. And for the, for my whole life, I thought Meatloaf was the star of that movie, and he's in it for five fucking seconds. Oh yeah, he's in it. He's barely in it. He's he's in it. He's dead in like five he's minutes. Dead, dead. Yeah. He sings a song and then they kill him. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, if if he were in it longer, would it made it better for you? No. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> but the video is awesome. It's got action. It's got motorcycles. It's got girls, basically having a lesbian orgy. Yeah. Um. And, and I mean, what's not romantic about that? Uh, but eventually, the, it, it's a convoluted. I have no idea where the story goes. But there's motorcycles and police chases and cemeteries and mansions and all kinds of whatever. But they end up in like the crypt or wherever in this place, and he's still like the beast, and he's all ugly and kind of like vampire-y and going on, and she's like super hot. And now, and at that point in the song that we played, like they're looking in each other's eyes and. And then it reveals, and slowly it's devolving, like, or evolving, and he's not the beast anymore. And he's not this ugly monster. He's Meatloaf. Hmm. <laughs> and you really, it's not that much of a difference. Where he kind of goes like from, like, uh, like, almost looking like a bit of a Gangrel meets a Cardassian uh, to Meatloaf. And, um,. Good for her. That the the girl is a hell of an actress. Um, it's actually that's Dana Patrick. So th there's something kind of shitty I feel like that out of this. Um, Lorraine Crosby, who's a singer songwriter, she's English. Um, she, would you like some more tea? You know that kind of. Oh, English. I would. Not like, not like you know the English you put on like a cue ball. Um, oh. and she did shit for like, you know, other singers, like, you know, she was on Bonnie Tyler albums and stuff like that. Um, but she sang that part and it's pretty iconic line and she kills it. But for contract reasons, it's considered like a background vocal. So it's not a duet. And so she doesn't get any credit. And so she only gets like 
uh, performance royalties and, and and was credited as Mrs. Loud uh, mm. on the album. And then they had her uh, replaced by uh, a, a model, Dana Patrick. And that is who you actually see lip-syncing to her lyrics. And th- this girl, this model, was getting offers. She was getting record offers and contracts from labels saying, hey, please join our company. We're going to let's produce the next album together. She's like, I don't sing. That wasn't me. I was just acting. Hmm. Um, she was actually on an episode of Seinfeld. Oh, really? Yeah, she was in uh, the uh, Bizarro Jerry. Oh, who'd she play? She, she was a model. She was model number one. And Bizarro Jerry. Oh, Bizarro Jerry is when um when George gets the picture of Manhands and he shows it to the receptionist and she takes him to the model club. Yes. And then all the models are there. She and then is, and, she is the and then primary he's, model. He's trying to look like uh the commish guy and he, he lays the hairdryer down on top of the picture and it burns and Jerry goes to get another picture of Manhands and she grabs his arm and breaks it. And uh, so he cuts a picture out of a magazine and tries to get back in the club. And she's like, did you get this out of a magazine? It's me. (laughs) And he gets kicked out of uh, the model club. And then him and Jerry go back. It's a meatpacking plant, but the picture is still on the floor. shows you that it was there. Ah. I do remember that episode, but she was also in that uh, as well. Very few people have the ability to tell you the entire minutia. That was very concise. Thank you. Were you there the other day when I was doing it for Jason like a month ago? And he was like, that's incredible. Yeah, he was just staring at you. It's, yeah, yeah, like we we make light of, like like people, like, oh, the poor is like Asperger's or a mild (laughs) form of autism or something. And we, like people treat it and look at it as a disadvantage when really (laughs) it's the future. This is what we're meant to be. I don't know. We all serve a core purpose and your core purpose is to recite Seinfeld episodes. I can't tell you a thing about math that I learned in high school, but I can recite every episode of Seinfeld plot verbatim. So like, yeah. Well, what's going to happen is in the future, you are the beginning of our, our vault. So one day when the world ends, you will be harvested and your head will be in a jar and there'll be a discussion like this and there won't be any internet. So there's no Wikipedia. And you're like, well, what about that one episode of Seinfeld? And like, we shall go to the RK head. And then they walk down this long aisle and they pull off a cloth cover and they ask you the question and you recite it to them. Can't wait. It's going to be a good life. <laughs> All right. Here is my next pick. And it's a little weird at first. You won't know what you're listening to, but it'll all kind of make sense. Never. A new sign on the same old place. Had a new hamburger with the same old taste. It wouldn't seem new to me because I'm tired of the same old thing. Same old way, come on and hold me. Me in a brand new way, just thrill me. Me in a brand new way. Finally, a fast food place with something different for dinner.
the new Rack's Dinner Bar, you create your own. First, hot pastas and sauces, then hot veggies, lots of Mexican, soups, salads, and desserts, all you can eat, all for one price. It's not just regular fast food for dinner, it's fast food with style. That was an epic one-minute commercial for Rack's Restaurants. We've talked racks three years ago on this show, Squeezer. Mm-hmm. It was our first. It was actually the first ever show we did remotely. Really? Mm-hmm. Was it about the cups? The cups. What? The little alligator. No, 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 no. It was. It was just about f- the fast food and restaurants. We went back. Ah, gotcha. It was one of our more popular episodes for a long time. Uh, so Racks was a restaurant. And uh, they they still exist in certain Ohio's and whatnot. Ours was Squeezer 1141 MacArthur Road, just south of Route 22 in Whitehall, PA. Kind of yes, sir. catty corner of the Wild Simone's Pro Wrestling Training Center. Yep. And my parents, we were lower middle class, like upper lower middle class at some point. But we they didn't have a whole lot of money. So Valentine's Day dinner, their date was at Rax with the kids. Oh, wow. Yeah, and you, we remember Super Bar and Wendy's with rose-colored glasses. Was it delicious? Sure. But was it the Rax dinner bar? Fuck no. Absolutely not. Not at all. It was the the Rax bar was huge. It had also had soups. It had desserts, but it had Mexican. It was kind of the same fucking thing, just a little bigger. The first time ever in my life, I had cubed ham on a salad, and I th- I was amazed by it. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm, yeah. So I pulled up an ad from uh, uh, Racks in our local paper. From uh, This one is from January 4th, 1990. My mom probably had this clipped in her purse. Uh, it was howding the, the new mushroom melt. 99 cents with the purchase of a regular French fry and 16-ounce soft drink. It says, you like tender, juicy roast beef, luscious sautéed mushrooms, and melted Swiss. You like crispy French fries and an icy cold soft drink. At Racks, we know what you like. One roast beef mushroom melt for only 99 cents with the purchase of a regular fry and a 16-ounce soft drink. So... Yeah, they also had a, a, a deal here. Four dinner specials daily include salad, baked potato, and choice of four entrees, three ninety nine each. Available after four p.m. on Monday through Friday, all day Saturday and Sunday. You get that deal, squeezer. Oh, look at that! Another coupons here for large roast beef, bacon, and cheddar, or Philly beef and cheese, and medium soft drink and regular order French fries for two dollars sixty nine cent. Here's one for a free twisty fry with the purchase of a grilled chicken sandwich at regular price. Um, then, of course, the $1.99 Uncle Al's Kids Meal. That's where you get the Uncle Al's Alligator Cup. Uh, the King Size Roast Beef, $2.09, but there's a limit of four sandwiches with the coupon. Uh, 50 cents off a bowl of New Boston Clam Chowder or Rich Meaty Chili Squeezer. Ooh. Um, and then here's the best coupon of the 75 cents off new lower price dinner salad bar featuring pasta and Mexican items. 
And then I, I found one where they offered they. Uh, what, start, do you, what do you need a rest of a menu for? If you got the makings of tacos and pasta, you can make pasta tacos. Yeah, you could carb carb and you carbs. Can get a big plate of shredded cheese. <laughs> you sure can. And cubed cheese for the salad. Ooh, fancy. So they have um, entered. This is a new one from October fourth, nineteen ninety. My both my parents' birthday. Uh, so. They were both turning, let's see, 90 minus 56. They were turning 34, so they were younger than me uh, when they were reading this paper. My parents always read the paper. We'll get more into that later. Your parents read the paper every day too, right? Oh, yeah. That's so weird. Yeah, my dad made it a, a thing. Introducing three new deli... Now, three new delicious Racks Deli subs. The ham and cheese sub, the turkey ham and cheese sub, and the Italian sub. They're big, they're fresh, and now they're a great deal. Look below for valuable money-saving coupons. Same deal. You get a sub, a whole sub, which here we call them hoagies, but these fucking Ohio people came in and called them subs. Uh, regular fries and medium beverage. You know, Fulkerson, she's up uh, to Wanda, up the border of Pennsylvania and New York. She calls them subs, mm-hmm. too. Ah, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, they're... they're uh, oh, a country fried chicken sandwich squeezer. And the purchase now of... we're talking. Twisty fries and beverage. All-you-can-eat super bar for 99 cents squeezer. That's a good deal. I... I, I want to go to it. I want to go to there. I want to go to Racks right now. <laughs> But yes, I just remember vaguely before I they should go there right now, but it's a tire it's a tire store, so Is it? I thought it was um I thought it was like a Rax Renaissance. I always thought that was funny. Uh that that's right next door. Yeah. That's right next door. And it opened quite like not too long after the Rax shut down and it confused me as a kid. <laughs> we going in there, it's like, uh, can I No, I, we just drove by it. We never went in there. My dad wouldn't fucking I was in there once. I don't know why I was Oh, it was uh, Friends Files. We needed some big yeah, fancy yeah, furniture we, and shit, so we went and just rented it. In uh, New York, when uh, we had to rent, I don't know, something, we were like, oh, just go to Iraq and get it. They'll give it to you for like two hours. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Iraq Rena Center uh, opened up like right next to where Rax was. <laughs> but yes, Rax uh, was where my parents went for a fancy dinner. Or. Uh, they did go to their anniversary dinner at the Golden Corral in Emmaus. This was years before the one in... I don't Ooh. I don't even know if it was a buffet at that. Was it always a buffet? Where was the Golden Corral in Emmaus? I don't know. I think where the McDonald's is, it was a Golden Corral. Really? That's before I was used to head down that way. That was far south when I was a kid. Yeah, we went out that way... You know, because we are always in the South Whitehall area. So, now let me, you want me to check it? See on newspapers.com, give you a definitive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Golden. No, yeah, that was one of those. I don't know. I spend so much time driving around this entire area. Like, it's a very large footprint for what you consider home. And, like, where you'll go, it's like, oh, we'll go to dinner and you will drive like 45 minutes, but it's still like your hometown, you know? But, like, as a kid, like, God forbid you went over one bridge, and we have, like, 40 of them. It was like, oh, it's all the way over across town, and you got to go into the big city. I'm like, no, it's Allentown. Let's go around it. 
you're in the middle, everything's 20 minutes away. Did I spell it right? Golden Cor Is it two L's or one L? I don't know. That's two R. Yeah, two R. Golden. Isn't that Carol? Coral. <laughs> Golden Carol. Golden Carol. That's Golden Coral. Uh, Golden Corral. Golden Corral. Googling with the rad years. Well, not newspapers.com. Newspapers.com and with the rad years. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll find it for you and I'll report. But yeah, they went, there was a Golden Corral in your mess and they went there for. Yeah, and, they, and then other, any other time they got sick of taking his places, it was Chinese food delivered at home. Oh, that was my second pick. Squeezer's third pick. Ooh, my horoscope. Taurus, today you will die. What? <gasps> and you may get a compliment from an attractive co-worker. <gasps> Lenny? It really says die? That sounds unusually specific for a horoscope. Hmm, maybe I better check mine. Today, your husband will die. <gasps> Homer, I'm scared. Oh, scary newspaper. Don't hurt me, horoscope. I'm afraid of... Ow! Oh, paper cut, paper cut! <laughs> Miss me! Stupid horoscope. <laughs> Stupid horoscope. Stupid <laughs> Pope. Alright, so... so. <laughs> Stupid Pope. I know where it is. What? The the Golden Corral that you were talking about. Oh, what, did you Google it? Uh, yeah, I just... I, I, I looked... I just said uh, Golden Corral Emmaus, and it sent me to an old link, which just gave me an address. 1116 Chestnut Street Emmaus? Yeah, it was, it's, it was where the McDonald's was. No, it's across the street from McDonald's. Oh. It's 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 that Mexican place now with that. Oh yes 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 yes. yes. But what it, was that it, place called? Um, John Juan's. Don Juan's. That. Yeah. It changed hands a couple times. Yeah, Don Juan's Steakhouse. Yeah, that's it. But it wasn't a buffet. It was a family steakhouse. Oh, huh, okay. Yeah, so it wasn't when the buffet when it became a buffet. I was confused. I was like, wasn't that used to be? That's where my parents went for. And my parents aren't buffet people. I mean, unless it's the racks. Salad bar. <laughs> no. But, so they didn't. They didn't go get all excited when the old country buffet came to town. No, we went though as kids, and it just closed. And I haven't been there since I was a kid. Yeah, it's been forever since. Uh, but it didn't survive COVID. No, OCB. I, I mean, all I would do anyway, I would go up and just make like five or six trips and just get chicken legs and mashed potatoes. Ugh. And and ice cream, like, and that would be like those three things on my plate. Were they as smelly as those chicken legs you brought in for lunch the other day? Those were delicious. Oh, I smelled good. them for two hours. God. You, you complimented me. You said it smelled like beef jerky. <laughs> yes, I complimented you. And the whole wing of the office smelled like we were inside a beef jerky bag. All right. Well, guess what? Someone's making French onion soup this weekend. So That doesn't bother me. Just bothers Jason. Yeah, well, actually, the the I just don't want to. That bothers everyone. Right, I don't want to be in a production truck with you after you eat it. And you you can control that. Again, again, it makes him a little gassy. Just a little. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, stupid Glorapope. Glorapope. Um, did you ever put 
I, I know I know better than to ask you this, but I'll do it anyway. Did you ever put any uh, uh, leaning, leverage, uh, thought? D did you ever get into your horoscope? Not one second for Not one much. day. Did you ever even, ever even read it? I probably have, just if it was something to read, if I was like on a toilet or waiting to do something before iPhones. Yeah. But no, never. I when I was a kid, I wanted to buy one of those little scrolls at the supermarket just because they look cool. <laughs> but I never, I never put no. any stock into it. No. No, I knew, and I know, I'm like I'm not, I'm not buying into this. And then, you know, maybe, maybe there's something to it that I don't just understand. They're so vague. Um, it could be each month could be about anybody. I know, I know, but like day to day, so it would be printed in our paper. Um. And I would go and I would look and I would read it. And then from there, I would try. And th this is what people do. And it's the same thing with the, the, the Nostradamus effect and all that shit. You go through your day and something happens and then you retroactively are like, oh, that was my horoscope. You, you, fit, you, you, you shoot the arrow and then paint the bullseye around it. And uh, I, I would do that constantly and there was a time too when long lost it cannot find any love gonna die alone squeezer i would read that thing just waiting for a sign of something good happening the little squeezer so um, it's i'm gonna look up it's february 10th right now i'm gonna look up february 10th 1994 horoscope for you Okay. Oh, in the paper? Yeah. I'm looking it up yeah. right now. Morning call. Okay. So uh, you probably read this. What are you cancer or are you? Yeah, I'm cancer. I'm last day of cancer. Ah, I'm cancer. If I if I didn't if I didn't like it if I didn't like it, I'd say, ah, maybe they were off and then I would switch to whatever the hell Leo? Is, uh, is it Leo next? That's what the paper says. Uh yeah, July twenty third. I'm like, ah, you know, maybe oh. you know, the sun rotates a weird speed so maybe i'm a leo and then go with that one okay instead. i see why i would have read these occasionally it's sandwiched in between the comics if there's a nancy yeah. wizard of id a ziggy a family circus a hagar a ninja turtles a shoe a blondie then the astrology forecast then dunesbury yeah if i had the choice if you if i read all the comics and i was just down to uh uh the horoscopes and kathy i'm reading the horoscopes so here's your horoscope for February 10th, 1994, Squeezer. What, what, tell me what little Squeezer thought when he read this. Okay. Diversify. Ask questions. Demand answers, not evasions. New deal necessary in connection with accounting procedures. Focus on mystery of numbers. Gemini, Sagittarius, persons, play roles. And Gemini are people born... May 21st to June 20th, and Sagittarius are November 22nd to December 21st. Uh, I would have asked my mom what diversify means. Um, Ooh, that, you, that was very confusing. You probably jumped to Leo <laughs> today. Okay, go ahead. Leo is, you'll encounter Taurus, Aquarius, and another Leo, all playing important roles. These individuals are likely to have letters D, M, and V in their names. Legal arrangements require close scrutiny. Oh yeah, then I would have been all day, and then I would just put. I I wonder, is he a Taurus? <laughs> start with a D. Yeah. Oh, I, I would have. Some kid in fifth grade thinks you're hitting on him because you ask if he's a Taurus. <laughs> <laughs>
you know, my friend's mom had a Taurus. That has to be a sign, right? Yeah, that's that's yeah, Ford Taurus. That's a sign. Uh, I was gonna say, what's yours? But we would have been the same. Yeah, we we are. I'm um, um, Cancer also. Yeah. Ah. Uh. Um, we are both a cancer. Yeah, I would society. read these things, but I had no idea what they would mean. Like well, something about the New Deal. What, what did uh? New what did FDR have to do with this? New Deal necessary in connection with accounting procedures. Yeah, I, that would just I, I at that point I'd be like, all right, I'm going back to Hagar the Horrible. How long in your life did you read these? Uh, it wasn't long, but like, like it was, it was hit or miss. Like I'd get into it for a little bit, but you know, silly me, if I were to read it, and and not even seriously, like like oh, I got to read my horoscope today. It was just because you know you read all the comics. It's another. Is but there after? Is there another year that would probably be more apt? Let's see, ninety. What was that? Ninety four. Yeah. All right, so I would have been eleven. Go to like twelve or thirteen. So go to like ninety five, ninety six. Let's go ninety six. February 10th. It was just Saturday. It was a good one. And main edition. Oh, oh if it's a Sunday, that shit's going to be in color. Or maybe they're not even in there and it's a magic eye. Yes. So we are going to find out squeezers. Oh, fuck this. Newspapers.com needs to fix their search. It's not the best. Because each time you go back and you have, when you, 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 you can pick like a different day, but then you can't like find the search. So Feb 10.96. All right. We're, we're on a Saturday. And there is no horoscope on Saturday. Oh, the days just don't happen? Looks like. And then just go to the 11th then. It's, it's Sunday. It should be nice and colorful, right? Uh, they only have call info, tell how horoscope. So, Duh. you want to go 95? Uh, pick a, yeah, pick or pick a random day. I don't... We're doing it for today. All, All right, right. Here is your horoscope for 95, Squeezer. A year later. A year later, right. a year fresher, a year smarter. The cartoons... As a Nancy, a Wizard of Id, a Ziggy, there's a Word Jumble, a Hagar, a Mixed Media, a Shoe and a Blondie, and then a Doonesbury at the bottom. Uh, Cancer today is permission granted behind scenes for you to revise, review, rebuild. Elements of jealousy prevail. Necessary to be discreet. Puzzle solved. Results in financial gain. Scorpio represented. Mm-hmm. You want to push the Leo? Yeah, I would. I, I Even now, I read that. I'm like, what the hell does that even mean? <laughs> Leo is reward received for written material. Inquiring reporter expresses admiration. You'll win allies. Individual previously indifferent will be enthusiastic. Virgo figures in dynamic scenario. <laughs> so I would have read that, and then I would have gone and written something because it told me to write something. Like, look, I did it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, uh, it, it was a, I wouldn't even say it was a phase. It's just because you're right. And I was curious, why would I read these damn things? But it's because 
they were in with the comics. And if I was anything like at 12, like I am now, and I'm sitting there, you know, on the porcelain throne reading, you'll run out of things to read. So mm-hmm. you just keep going. And I'm not about to read the articles. I don't care about what the sports page says. I want to look at, like, the pictures, and I'm done. Mm-hmm. Or I look at the scores. Yeah, I look at the box scores. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't need to hear what some guy's writing up that some guy sitting at a typewriter clacking away because he thinks he can do better. How did, I'm looking at these comics, how did Nancy make it so long? Like, I don't... <sighs> Moms. I guess. Because they thought that that was them. Oh, that's... No, I thought... He's so sassy. That's not Nancy. You're thinking of... Uh, Kathy? Kathy, yeah. Yeah. Nancy's the girl Nancy. Nancy's the girl with the hair with the little spikes around it. Looks like she's wearing a coronavirus on her head. She's a little girl with a bow in her hair. Oh, yeah. Nancy... What the hell? Yeah. Isn't that, like, from the 30s? I don't know. It's... It, the the comics labeled 210. It's It's her... It's Nancy staring at her desk or paper, and the, there's something in cursive says from off off screen. Please pass your papers forward. Then it uh, cut to her looking above and all these paper airplanes flying over her head, and a thought bubble of Nancy. The bad thing about being a substitute teacher is that everybody takes you literally. I don't get it. It's like that Seinfeld episode where they didn't get. Uh, yeah, 1938. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, well, this is a bad one. It's still going. I, Jeez. Hagar's good, though. Two Vikings sitting at a bar. The one says, my son doesn't want to be a Viking when he grows up. The other one says, why not? Uh, the Viking goes, he says Vikings are ruthless and money hungry. The other one goes, well, what does he want to be? He says, a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh... That's good. Sh- That's good shit. Ha ha. All right. Well, now that I know that I need to, I don't know, write something and be competitive and the sun's going to, I don't know, watch out for Tauruses. I'll just keep an eye out for Tauruses from now on. Uh, I Also, the beauty of this newspapers.com is all the old crossword puzzles. And if I'm stumped, I could call 1-900-454-7377 for 99 cents a minute and get answers. <laughs> but I need a touch-tone <laughs> or, touch or, or rotary phone. Or you can phone. just click ahead to the next day. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> Is that how they did it? Was it the next days where they would show it? Or was it one of those where you turn it upside down? No, they wouldn't charge you 99 cents a minute for answers if you could just turn the page upside down. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Ah, people are dumb. Yeah, it looks like there's... Yeah. Why didn't you just Google it? What? Google what? The answer for the answer. Why well, you have to call a number? Just go on the internet and type it in. Oh, yeah. In uh, February of 95, that was almost a thing. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, move on to my third pick. 
I was just wondering if you'd be my date to Joseph's party. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Come on, it'll be fun. Please? Please, 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 Connie, don't hang up! I've got your favorite chocolates right here. Assorted. The ones you love so much. Why can't you love me the way you love these assorted chocolates? <gasps> I'm sweet on you, Connie. Connie! I'm your little candy man! That alone should have put Bobby Hill on some government watch list. <laughs> he, uh... I'm your candy man. I love that. It's your favorite kind of chocolates. Assorted. <laughs> <laughs> he has the body heat of a furnace. He's able to grab a chocolate and melt it in the shape of a heart on his chest after he rips apart his shirt like a monster. This episode is great. A lot, I mean, King of the Hill was great at telling, like picking a character and telling a story. And with this was kind of Bobby. Uh, the episode before this, Khan tries to pay Bobby Hill to dump Connie. And they take that money and they go to a hotel and hold hands and wind up. And with their time alone, they realize they have nothing in common and um, stop dating. So it starts off this episode with, uh, it's Valentine's Day and the girls buy the boys flowers. Hank, of course, thinking Bobby ain't going to get shit. He was like, if, if you don't have any flowers by lunch, fake a cough and I'll come pick you up. Such a confident father Hank was. Meanwhile, Bobby gets so many flowers, he says he's going to come up with a nickname for himself. Bobby Flowers. Uh, so Hank and Peggy go uh, two-stepping for Valentine's Day, which is a, a hysterical sequence on its own. And they leave Bobby alone. They tell Bill to watch on. Bill immediately goes over and says, do you want to go to dinner? And he goes, let me put my sweatpants. We'll go to the all-you-can-eat. I'll put on my sweatpants. So they're at like some hula hands, all-you-can-eat wings type situation, which was like huge in the late 90s. Everyone like had an all-you-can-eat wing night, you know. I know. I miss those days. Well, I just miss going out and getting wings, period. But Undercooked wings? Yeah. Those were the days. So um, <laughs> Bill just keeps like te- like rubbing in the Bobby that he's never going to get a woman again. He's going to be eat lonely and just eat your feelings away. And then they go back to Bill's house and they're watching the tapes of their wedding. And he's going, Lenore. <laughs> and, and he winds up getting Bobby to go crazy and do that stunt with the chocolates. And uh, Joseph has a, a, a Valentine's Day party and Bobby comes dressed as a Cupid and shoots an arrow at Connie's head, and she goes, "Ah, oh, he licked the tip." <laughs> it's a good episode. And they, they throw him with so. Finally, sticks him with little Boomhauer. Go down, go down, Bobby. I'll show, I'll show the way. Going, Bobby, Bibby, you go down, go down, and follow Boomhauer. Boomhauer's trick to getting women is going into a shoe sale and just asking every single woman he sees out. <laughs> Classic stuff. Funny show good episode and it's a it's a good episode i remember that one and it does it that it, well, that one hurt me i'm not gonna lie <laughs> bobby was very cringy no yeah yeah but you realize i am bobby hill when they cut to the scene and the next day at school and he's got nine empty chocolate milks around him with a tenth <laughs> ready to be opened 
I counted. <laughs> There's 10 chocolate milks. That's 80 ounces of chocolate milk. It's a lot of chocolate milk. Uh, that's a lot of chocolate milk. Yeah. That's that's uh, over a gallon, I believe, if my math is correct. I don't know. Sure. Gallon challenge. Yeah, Bobby can do it. Oh, boy. So, so every two is a pint, and there's, what, eight pints in a gallon? Uh, yeah. No, I might be wrong about that. There's two uh, pints in a quart. And, yeah, there's eight, yeah. So, yeah, it, right? so 16 eight of those little guys would have been a gallon. So he didn't quite get a gallon. Okay. didn't quite get a gallon. He was getting there, though. I'll tell you when I had enough. Bobby, when he's eating the, 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 the deli food and he gets gout. <laughs> That's another good episode. That's another <laughs> uh, romantic one. It's called Love Hurts. He's supposed to take uh, um, Connie to the dance, but he gets gout. Because <laughs> he's going to a, a New York deli and he's eating all these deli foods like liver and stuff. And he's like, the guy comes up and says, Bob, don't you think you had enough? And he's like, I'll tell you when I had enough. <laughs> it's great stuff. He, it, he orders a Louis Anderson. Liver and onions. Um, uh, but there's, King of the Hills filled with like love stories. Like, uh, oh, Bill's life is a tragic, never-ending tragedy of love stories there was an episode with a sarah michelle geller um where she kisses bobby on this this outdoor couch that hank and the boys have that's left in the alley and they they fix it up and they make it an outdoor couch <laughs> and then then she dumps bobby and he's crying on the couch and dale's like what's he doing on our couch <laughs> king of the hill that's just one of my happy shows. The shows you go to, like 30 Rock, The Office, Parks and Rec, Seinfeld's one of them, Simpsons, King of the Hills up there with me. Just the go to. You watch any one, just pick one and go mm -hmm. from there. Good stuff. All right, Squeezer, your next pick. <laughs> I'll just spend Valentine's Day alone without romance. Without love, without two bodies beyond rational thought. Oh. Oh. Oh, sorry. I'm back. Anyone call while I was gone? Classic Alf. Oh, this is a good one. So, <clears throat> this is uh, When I'm 64 from uh, season four of. Alf. It's a uh, uh, reference to the Beatles song, uh, if you will. Uh, it's a Valentine's Day episode, as in in, in a sort, because uh, it, it takes place on Valentine's Day. Uh, Kate and uh, Willie go out for uh, for a Valentine's Day dinner at a fancy restaurant, and Willie starts off the whole episode just being just groveling because he was able to get this reservation. Uh, so they take the baby. Uh, to a babysitter because it's season four and they added a baby. Meanwhile, the older two kids are nowhere to be seen. Um, and Alf is just sitting there at the dining room table 
uh, eating bananas and drinking Kool-Aid. And he has already crushed one ecto-cooler, and he is in the process of drinking a Purplesaurus Rex. That oh. is prominently featured a man right off, there the entire time. A man after my own heart. Yeah. Um, and then he's reading the paper and notices that a, uh, a famous actress has moved into town, uh, Louise Beaumont, mm-hmm. uh, made-up actress uh, from a bunch of made-up movies that are very similar to, like, titled, like, Skinamax movies, but she's kind of like a big deal, I would have said, back in, like, the 50s, because she's older now. And Alf wants to visit her at her Sunset Villa that is just down the street. And Willie points out that Sunset Villa is a retirement home. And so Alf's big plan is that he is going to sneak out and go and visit her. So while they're away at their uh, Valentine's Day dinner, he sneaks into the nursing home. He gets trapped in there because there are two guys outside looking for him with tire irons because they found this big ugly thing with a nose and they want to beat it up. Uh, Meanwhile, Al finds himself in the nursing home, meets a couple of the older residents, uh, like uh, what are their names? You got... uh, uh, Bernie and Jack and Rebecca. Apparently, there's only four people that actually live in this place. Mm. And one assistant that's upstairs, uh, quote-unquote, studying, meaning he's banging his girlfriend. There's a lot of uh, sexual innuendo implied in this one, um, mostly because you can get away with it because it's the two old guys. And creepy old guys can get away with saying stuff like that, talking about how they want to get the uh, the surgery so that they can go study more. And it's kind of creepy, but kind of adorable at the same time. Uh, the, the the sad thing is, and I'm sure now if this were to go on, I don't want to be that back in the day. Now you can't do any, But this would be considered ageist, you know. It's because it's a bunch of old, feeble people, you know. just The idea is that Alf doesn't care that these people know him because... He's aware of one of two things. Either the senility kicks in and they forget anything that had happened, and he references that a couple times, or they can go around telling everyone that they met an alien and their grandkids are just going to pat him on the head and go, oh, that's nice, Grandpa. So one way or the other, Alf kind of... It's kind of depressing when you look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he goes and he finally meets Louise Beaumont, who is just miserable because she's all washed up and feels like no one wants her. All Alf wants to do is take a picture of her, which he does. Wake snaps her out of her misery. She comes up to the roof with the rest of the old people who somehow managed to make it up a flight of stairs, and they're dancing and partying on the roof, and it's kind of sweet. Well, isn't it's that actually, just nice? It's a very sweet Valentine's Day episode. It's not like a love in that loving kind of Valentine's love. But love in that, uh, just a love of life, old people. And you can almost smell this episode just watching it because it's a bunch of old people on floral couches. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you just, you know what that smells like. Oh, yeah. I, I sure know what it smells like. Uh, what else is, oh, there's, it's actually a funny episode. I'm not going to blow if you have If you have Amazon Prime, go watch it because it's on Amazon. I watched it twice before the show. It's great. There's a, a there's a thermometer poop joke in it. Um, it's actually a rather funny. I won't I won't go so far as to say it holds up, 
because I disagree with that saying. Because that would imply that the standards are different. I say this episode is funny. So there, you don't even get to fill out your bingo card. I apologize. We did say oh, what the, hell? the phrase, it holds no, up. No, but I didn't say, I said the phrase, but I said it in a different aspect of it. Well, you got me there. Like reporting on it, yeah. <laughs> um, also, Louise Beaumont is played by uh, Frances Bay, who uh, you'll recognize her. She's uh, Grandma from Happy Gilmore. Oh, yeah, I know her. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's a good episode if if you have if, if you don't have Valentine's Day plans uh, with a loved one or you don't have a loved one and you have no Valentine's Day plans or you and your loved one want to watch it or you and your loved one want to watch it make that your Valentine's Day watch watch poop jokes and old people boner jokes on Valentine's Day with a little fuzzy uh, brown uh, sorry uh, burnt sienna. Uh, talking dog all right well here is my next pick are you having trouble finding your ideal mate how about any mate do you fear you'll be the last man or woman on earth still not getting any are you using roofies to score? And yet you still hope to land that prince or princess of your dreams. Well, wake up, sleeping ugly. Because your only hope is lowered expectations. Our video library allows you to choose from thousands of chronically rejected singles just as hard up and pathetic as you. <laughs> so this isn't for the um, Mad TV sketch, lo- sketch, lower expectations, which I was a fan of as a kid. I didn't really quite get it when I watched it, but now as I'm older, I understand it. Uh, this is about the Valentine's Day love notes uh, they'd sell in the personal section at Morning Call that my mom used to read. What? They used to sell love notes. So you it, here's the premise. Surprise someone you love with a Valentine love note in the morning call. It's easy to do. Simply write your message to your Valentine, no last names please, in the box below. We'll make sure it's ready for Valentine's Day. Look for these special messages in the Valentine's greetings, or look for these special Valentine's greetings in the morning call February 14th. I did not know. Maybe I... This was a fucking racket. Print your note here, one word per square. Each line is 125. Minimum charge is 375. So you, you get three lines as the minimum. Four lines is five dollars. Six lines is six twenty-five. Seven lines is seven fifty. Then there's a checkbox. Place this heart above my note. I've enclosed an additional two fifty. Uh, <laughs> larger type. Indicate how you'd like the larger type to be used by writing a message on a separate piece of paper. Ten point type. Two fifty per line. Yeah. So there's like a whole lot. They just it was like a whole racket. You could, you could pay up to like fifteen dollars for these things, and then that's a brilliant move. Yeah, they that's how these papers they used to make tons of money. Like the Be- because, ma- and and it's less work for them because that's paper where there would have been news that they would have had to write. Right, paper used to be massive. So um, then there was an original poem for Valentine's Day in the Love Notes Poem Contest. To submit a um, winning poems will be chosen by a panel of morning call judges and will be published on February 14th on the Love Notes page in the morning call. In addition, winning poets will receive prizes 
from local merchants. You had to get all your, your love notes in by the 10th for the 14th. So then let's see. I got I got a page of this stuff to read. It's pretty pretty bad. Oh, that's that was yesterday. We're too late. What? The eighth to get our the tenth. The tenth, yeah. yeah. Let's, 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 you should call call over there and ask if they're still doing it. Are you doing the uh, Valentine's Day? Uh... <laughs> so my mom would read these to my dad, and we listen. And I think she always like half expected my dad to write one for her. Um. And there's one here that has the heart. Now, a lot of people paid that $2.50 to get the heart. This is incredible. I'm, it's, it's incredible. Two Cindy's in a row. This squeezer would be so pissed at me if I paid an extra $2 to put a heart over it. All right. Cindy, happy Valentine's Day. I'm so happy I have you. Love, Brent. Not from my dad. Cindy, I love you just the way you are. Love, Mike. Not Brent. Cindy, roses for noses. I think they're in alphabetical order here. Roses for noses, massages for toeses. You're a dream come true. I love you. I do. Yeah, that's definitely not my dad. <laughs> uh, Cindy, uh, you're the best. Love Jeffrey. Um, let's see. Ninety-one Mustang Mustang Sally number eleven. This one must have cost a fortune. My green belt. Just think, it all started with the ISOs and the bees attacking you at Denise and Frank's pool. Remember the fun times, Caesars, Bushkill Falls, Atlantic City, Wildwood, Hawk Mountain, Great Adventure, Cats, Butternut Inn, etc. Thanks for the memories. Oh, no, not memories. Love you always, your yellow belt. 93 Mustang LX. What the fuck? <laughs> this was a 94. So if you're listening, 93 Mustang LX, you just got a free reread of your note. You got to play that for 91 Mustang Sally. 25 Saline. years later. Yeah. 20, no, 26 years later. 27? 27. I'll get there eventually. Uh, let's see another good one. Here's one with a lot of text, big text, because it's uh, Grandma and Mia have, Grammy, Grandma and Mia have money. Happy Valentine's Day to Jonathan, Adam, and Christian. Love, Grandma. Oh, that's, that's getting you beat up at school on Monday. <laughs> Al, wish I were here with you this morning to say in person, I love you and I can't imagine sharing a walk in the park or the love in my heart with anyone else. So hurry up and do those taxes. I promise I'll make every day Valentine's Day. Signed, Sleepless Me. So weird. Alex. I got to ask my mom this if she remembers this. Oh, yeah. Here's one. <laughs> this is to Butter. My beautiful Valentine, you are the most important person in my life. Not only on Valentine's Day, but every day of my life. Can't wait to see you on this special day. You will always be in my heart. Happy Valentine's Day. All my love forever. Signed, Butter, butter Melter. <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I can actually I can see my dad doing this. I could I could have seen him, and then he wouldn't be able to let it go because he, he would always if, if he had something he had to let you know that he had it. Um, so he would stand he would like he would have the paper there and he would just stand there with like the shitting grin on his face and like eh eh eh, and my mom would keep looking at it and eh eh, and then she. Like, just move on and not read it. And, like, the whole day would be him, like, 
pushing it on her. She's like, I don't want to read the damn paper. And then she would read it, see her name, be embarrassed. She's like, oh, that's that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. And then they got divorced. Yeah. Well, that's how they all end. Chrissy, I never thought I would find a young woman like yourself on the Prodigy Computer Network. You have made all my dreams come true, and I'm so happy to be part of your life. I can't wait until little B is born. Happy Valentine's Day and happy three-month anniversary. Love you. Looks like a shotgun wedding's in their future. Wait, so they met on the internet. They met on the Prodigy. <laughs> it's not technically the on... internet. All right, they met on Prodigy. And then he's posting that in the paper. She's knocked up, and they've been together for three months. Mm-hmm. What year was this? 94. 94. Is that... When was Jake born? <laughs> 90. No, nah, it's pretty... <laughs> Not prodigy. Up there. Yeah. Here's one. Dan, roses are red, violets are blue. What a year it has been for me and you. Selling our house was first on our list, and a matter of days, it sold pretty quick. Back to Albertus, we wanted to be. We moved there. We moved in with Mem, our family of three. Our son arrived on a hot August day. We decided wait would be his name. A family of four is how we will end. Do you think we'll get another cat again? It will be five years in September since we said I do. But remember this, Dan. I will always love you. Love, Andrea. Aww. Aww. Oh, what, love who? Andrea. Andrea? I wonder. I, I can probably just knock her, go town to town, door to door, and knock around like look for Andrea and Albertus because yeah, you're close. It's not that big, mm -hmm. and especially in '94, that was there's like four houses there. Yeah, there's like no one. I, I'm pretty sure the foundry was still working. My favorite one is still the Mustang ones. Do you want to hear some of the poems that won? Oh yeah, poetry. Yes, Let Doug. <laughs> Doug, your fire trucks are red, your responding lights blue. When there is a call, they can count on you. No matter the weather, rain or shine, you will always be there, no matter what time. Not many people would volunteer their time. What makes you so special? I'm so happy to say you're mine. Love your fiance, Renee. Yeah, you kind of overused time there. I wouldn't give that a... Was that a golf clap? Are you trying to make a masturbation noise? No, no, um, it's the you snap. Didn't you ever go to a poetry reading? Oh, I've seen no. it on TV. You snap your fingers like an asshole because you don't clap. It's too loud because you know everyone has sensitive ears and shit. I did not know that. Oh yeah, I mean I've, I've, I've seen that TV. I don't think I've actually ever been the one. Uh, Arnold's flooring wishes everyone a happy Valentine's Day and gives their phone number. <laughs> Thanks, Arnold. What's the phone number? Uh, 610-791-7824. Call Arnold to get your flooring. Uh, there's so I, many. They still, uh, Maine, Liverpool, PA. Yeah, uh, that's not even, that's Barnhouse Floors. I don't think Arnold's flooring is still, uh. Mm. Here's a, here's a uh, big money ad. This is a, this, this is like a massive ad. This must have cost a fortune. F.C.W, my nuclear medicine stud. Happy Valentine's Day. 
I'm very proud of you and how hard you've been working. Keep up the persuading. Maybe you'll get your way. And remember, May is just around the corner. Love, blue eyes. And love, blue eyes is like the size of the rest of the whole ad. Were they talk persuading about a job, or they're like, this guy's trying to get laid, and she put I an ad in the paper, like, keep trying. Don't know. Hmm. Ivan, at home in stereo, when Harry met Sally, CD track one, it had to be you, always yours, Stacy. Hmm. I do give credit to Arnold's flooring, because that's a much cheaper ad than if it had just bought advertising space. This one's weird, because it's 1994. Jackie baby, only 33 days till our getaway. All my beautiful, all my love to you, you beautiful princess. JFK. Uh, Ooh, here's one. It is weird. When did when does plane go down? <laughs> you mean you talk? I don't think JFK Jr. was married to a Jackie though. But he no, could have been finessing I mean, Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, no, I know. Kennedy's. Here's one to Jill, Texaco girl. I might have known Jill. Hey, you might have known. <laughs> I see you only briefly, though I hardly know you. I love your ways, your voice. I love your pretty smile. I love your body language. Dot, 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 your body. I'm afraid to tell Ew. you. I don't. Uh. Hold on. Hold on. Give him his time, squeezer. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Sorry. I'm afraid to tell you. I don't want to hurt you. Can we be friends? Orange roses, green emeralds, clear Zima, colorful passion. Signed, Dark Knight on a White Horse. Clear Zima. This, there's so many 90s ads in this 90s. Are you sure it wasn't you with the whole Dark Knight thing? No, I was 12. I no, still wasn't maybe. sure if girls weren't icky. I was oh, starting well, to... And, then, and was, then you get older and you find out that they are. I was just starting to find myself, Squeezer. Um... Uh, he had a thing going for him, but he had to drop that body line in. You know, you save that one. You right. save that, buddy. Come on, that was, right. now you're getting a little, getting a little pushy, creepy here. Here's one for Guy. I would like to find you. I seen. <laughs> this is, you know, when they write S I C next to something. Yeah. Assume yeah. I'm reading this as is written. Re written is written. Okay. Guy, I would like to find you. I seen you at an Aussie concert. You followed me past. The Graveyard on Liberty. Remember me? We talked for a while. Kim, that's the Graveyard on Liberty is the one next to the the fairgrounds. So Ozzy must have been at the fairgrounds. Downtown Fair. Hmm. They're probably going to Kearns, which is now Stooges. Yeah. Guy, I would like to find you. I seen you at Ozzy at the Ozzy concert. You followed me past the graveyard. On Liberty. Remember me? We talked for a while. Kim. Creepy. Very creepy. Wait, wait. So what's with the... What's with the uh, sick? The sick? What? Oh, because I seen... What, was it it? I seen you. Oh, oh. Gotcha. I okay, seen I you. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I seen... <laughs> I seen you. I love that. Even, even the paper is like, uh, 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 uh. We're making sure that people know that we knew this was wrong. <laughs> they don't. They didn't write sick. 
I'm just saying. Oh, they did it? No, oh, no, no. Oh, yeah, I did it. Paper, put that in there. No, 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 no. That was me. That was me and editorializing. Like, oh, okay. And then charge him extra. Yeah. Hey, You're going to have to pay for that word. Um, I don't see any. Nothing to Jane. To Jane. Oh, yeah, there's a few Janes here. There's only one. I'm sorry, there's one Jane here. You want to hear it? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of nervous. Jane, you have fulfilled my life. I love you today, and I love you forever. From Tom? Nope. <laughs> I mean, that's her brother. That's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see any. Ah, well. Here's one. One year ago today was the happiest day of my life. This is for Jimmy. You got on the knee to ask me to be your wife. I thank God every day since 9-1-1 for my perfect husband, who is second to none. I want to go back to the prodigy guy or the Texaco guy. When was that? 94 and they've been married a year? Mm-hmm. When did Smoke get married? He, I don't, no, not to the 2000. Ah, oh well. Jill, Texaco girl, I see you only briefly, though I hardly know you. I love your ways, your voice. I love your pretty smile. I love your body language, your body. I'm afraid to tell you I don't want to hurt you. Can we be friends? Orange roses, green emeralds, clear Zima, colorful passion. Signed, Dark Knight on a white horse. You know what? What? I think that's worth a $75 treatment right there. (laughs) It's a useful tool, but it can be used for for evil as well as good. In a world. I was just talking about the guy announces like now singing the national anthem. Yeah. <laughs> the Super can Bowl guy. This? Can, can you do this like your second reading of that Lowe's commercial? Jill, Texaco girl. It's a reference to Jill, you Texaco girl. I see you only briefly. Ha ha. Though I hardly know you, I love your ways. Your pretty smile. Your body language. Your body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ew, it creepier. Oh, you can get your Santa Claus guy to do it. Yeah. Jill. Oh, Jill, the Texaco girl. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's uh, the love notes. And I'm sure other towns had pa- papers did the same thing. Couldn't have just been ours. No. There's um we're um we just did two pages. There's like three, four, five, five page. There's five pages of these, and there's probably like at least a hundred on a page, maybe. <laughs> Jeez, wow, that many people. I guess. Oh, here's one. Here's one. To the cowboy, my rodeo rider. To the stallion who arouses my fire. To the plumber who fixes my sink. To Studley, who knocks out the kinks, roll them together and smooth them out silky, smooth them out silky. This is my lover. 
the man they call Wilkie. Happy Valentine's Day. Love, Gene. Oh, oh I kind of rope up my mouth a bit on that one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was kind of gross. Yeah, it was. Like, who reads this and is like, aw? Here's one. Just a jaded asshole. Here's one to Lex Luger. To my total package, I love you always and forever, little P. <laughs> Only assuming that was to Lex. Here's one. We love serving you at Franklin Street Flea Market, 418 North Franklin Street, Allentown. <laughs> now, that's one that I, I'm in love. That's... Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's any others. I mean, I could go through this all day and find you some sweetheart ones, some good ones, but um, I think we found some of the best. The that text- was good. Yeah, the, the Texco one is still. Yeah, that's your body. Um, oh, God. Ugh. Here's one. Sherry G, your homework we dread, your tests make us blue. Despite of it all, we really love you. Your third grade, third grade class at Swain. Of course, Swain kids can afford to buy one of these. Oh, yeah, they can. Yeah, fancy ass fucking newspaper posting. Jeez. You go to jail for that now. You will go to jail for that. All right. Um,. Moving on. We did enough of that. Let's go to your last pick, Squeezer. All right. Lovely card. Happy Valentine's Day. Roses, too. There's one. My favorite color. Matches your eyes. I know your tricks. You're leading up to something. Absolutely. Thing. The power of scope, especially on Valentine's Day. And this year, Scope will give you a free Valentine's card. For full details, look for the special Scope display in participating stores and show your love with the power of Scope. (laughs) Don't let your (laughs) mouth smell like steaming hot garbage on Valentine's Day. Any other day, you're fine. Yeah, uh, there's so many layers to this commercial. And and isn't every woman's dream of getting a card off a a Valentine's Day card off a bottle of mouthwash? (laughs) That that's the thing. I actually I already made that note. And I have two questions to ask my mom. <laughs> Did you get a scope? Oh yeah. <laughs> that, knowing what you told me of your dad, that seems right up his alley. Yeah. Unlike my dad, who just straight up forgets what Valentine's Day yeah, is. Uh, no, you would have. No, my and uh, maybe. Although my dad did then love to go, and he would buy the most expensive, extravagant cards. And. Like, it, like you'd look at the back and it'd be like that's like an eight dollar card and some shit fell out of it and like it unfolds and you'd be all misty eyed watching you while you read it and you're like uh-huh <laughs> and i just kind of fling it off to the side <laughs> throw it in the garbage <laughs> you walk like, over you you keep don't break eye contact walk over to the garbage <laughs> can while smiling at him open the lid and drop it in thanks dad uh, uh and and he kept all of his too. I found so many. He would keep the cards. Ugh. Yeah. I have, like I have. We have a rule. Like, we do not get me a card. 
Like if, if oh, uh, we, we, we get cards. We get cards. Just give me the cash. Oh, we're not doing anything. I even double, triple checked this year. I'm like, look, I know we had this conversation before, but certain, uh, uncertain, uh, uh, what was the word I was looking for? But basically, I'm like, are we, uh, she's like, no, we're not doing anything for Valentine's. I'm like, thank you. Are you like, super one sure? One day when. Does that like, not, does that mean like, you still have to get her something? No, nope, done, nothing. No, it doesn't exist. It's like any other day. And in and, and 17 years, we'll go out for like a bunch of really nice dinners every night in a row. But until then, there's no point in trying to live a life. Well, fair enough. Just be the joy of our. We're gonna know what we would do if we could, because between there's a pandemic, so it's kind of difficult, and the fact that it's a tire store, we'd be going to racks right now. Hmm. That would be. That's our position where we're at. We got. We're going to racks. It's good eating. Yeah. I uh, I might you know go do a little fancy on it. What what day is actually Valentine's Day? So it's next Sunday. Sunday. Yes. Uh, maybe we do Buckeye. Get a nice big. I get a nice big steak, some onions, take out beer, and then yeah, yeah, and then I'll fall asleep. Hmm. That's that's Valentine's Day for you, right there. Nice, nice big like thirty ounce porterhouse, and I zonk out, and she's up all night. Kids screaming. Well, <laughs> I'm in a meat coma. <laughs> that that's the Valentine's Day. I want. that's true love right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't have much. This, if you can, just look up the Scope Valentine's Day commercial. It's creepy, and uh, and I, I love my my favorite part about it was the the free Valentine's Day card that you get with your Scope that you can then um, give to your loved one. And I'm sure it's not just out of the kindness of their hearts, like oh, you get a nice Valentine's Day card. No, it's gonna be like any other tchotchke or something they hand out at a baseball game. With their scope logo plastered all over it, um, right. perhaps it's a heart with the scope logo in it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I might, I, I, I should get that for Mrs. Squeezer. I know you said we're not doing gifts this year, but uh, this matches your eyes. Happy Valentine's Day. Um. Scope mouthwash. Um. I can't find it. No? I figured there might be. When was the commercial from? I mean, you're not well, going to search that. I didn't. Google it. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's the first thing that comes up. What? Scope Valentine's commercial. But where? Where? when's it the card from like when's it from the card i mean sorry when's the what year is the commercial from uh 1988 that's what i needed you don't even have to you just type in it's the first thing that comes up oh can you see the card oh i don't know if you can see that no i'm looking for the card i don't give a fuck about the commercial i'm looking for the card well, there, there's a picture of a card, but I doubt like it, it opens up with that in the foreground. But I doubt it's the actual card. Uh, it says to my Valentine. I, I think it's the actual card. I guarantee you. 
so it's a white card. It says to my. Oh, I see. No, no, it's a gimmick. So they don't actually give you a card. It says refund up to a dollar. So. Oh, uh, you get a refund for a card you, after you, you buy. Probably, you have to jump through all these hoops. You have to give spend like four dollars in uh in like stamps to get your or your your box tops or whatever you do getting all your scope caps to CVS. Oh. Um, uh, uh, refund offer good one one eighty eight to three six eighty eight. With um, required certificate and purchase of one twenty four ounce or larger size scope. All right. I thought there was like a wow. card with it. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for. Oh, yeah. so that could be any card. So you could. Now I don't know where cards. Was that thing? I guess a dollar card was nice back then. Was that a fancy card? I don't know. Cards now are like five bucks. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm. If anything, go to a dollar store and you get two for a dollar. Mm-hmm. Or you spend like three dollars and get a whole bunch of just thank you cards and you just write something inside it. Well, uh, to wind out, trade. Oh, wind <laughs> to wind out the night on my last pick. I've got a lot of useless information about something that I spent most of the time uh, looking up for this show. Are you wearing brute? Yes, my woman likes me in cologne. So we talked about brute. <laughs> the first episode and um my first cologne i i owned and overused was uh polo sport squeezer oh so it was launched in 94 so i must have got it like 95 96 and i feel so bad for all the teachers and everybody i suffocated everybody in my life with wearing too much of this stuff um just everywhere like i just like the the scent is forever ingrained in my memory just because of like my my one i i remember i pulled out my sleeping bag and it was musty it must have got water on it and where i was at my buddy's house and he just takes his polo sport and he was the one who got me to wear his polo sport he's like oh because that's the cool cologne to wear and he just sprays like half a bottle over the the fucking so forever everything always smelled like polo sport (laughs) now polo sport was by Ralph Lauren. Is it Ralph Lauren or Ralph Lauren? Uh, I think it's Lauren. I'm going to say Ralph Lauren because it's spelled Lauren. Yeah, I, it depends. I think it's like, you know, it's like... Uh, uh, tomato, Ralph tomato. Lauren, La- Ralph Lauren and like uh, Bobby De Niro. Oh. Oh, yeah. I, I did the movie with Bobby De Niro. Well, Ralph Lauren is an uh, Polo Sport is an aromatic green fragrance for men. Polo Sport was launched in 1994. The nose behind this fragrance is Harry Fremont. Now I looked up this old Harry Fremont. He did CK1 and a bunch of women's. He's got he's this guy's done tons of scents. Top notes are mint, aldehyde. I, I don't even know what the fuck this is. Now I found this review that's really long, but it's hysterical and it's pretty informative it's by zealot crusader polo sport by ralph lauren was a very big deal when it launched it became the go-to scent for manly gym for a manly gym bro back in the day who were composed entirely i'm gonna sneeze hold on 
Uh huh. No, maybe I'm not. Yeah, you can. Oh. oh, I even had some good fill there too, but now it's too late because you probably already sneezed. I did. I was a curve guy. Okay. Oh yeah, I was curved too. Yeah, everyone yeah, wore yeah. curve. So, but in like seventh grade, I wore polo sport. The curve wasn't out Ooh, yet. Fancy. Um, sixth and seventh grade is polo sport because curve came out when we were in uh, high school. Ah, uh, you're a lot older than me. I'm a year older than you. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, did you graduate in 2001 or 2002? 2002. Yeah, I'm a year older than you, but you, when you're in July, you could either start or hold back. You were held back. I started. Yeah. Because I graduated in 2000. Yeah, so it came out before I was in high school. Yeah, whatever. Polo Sport by Ralph Lauren. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jim Bro, back in the day, were composed entirely of muscle, libido, and desire to beat everyone at everything in which one could possibly declare a, declare a winner and loser. This was the smell of unbridled, ego-driven, way-fueled insecurity for much of the 90s. I didn't have any ego or way in me. A market that would be tapped into heavily until the 2000s. And if you dare, as got even unintentionally in the path of one such meathead doused in polo sport on his way in or out the door, you'd be on the receiving end of either an arrogant quip or possibly a shiner. No, now not everyone wearing polo sport was a self-centered Chad, as a lot of impressionable teenage boys and young men thought a time thought the t- thought throughout the time polo sport reigned supreme wore it to be on trend, much in the same way David Doff Coolwater was also worn to absolute death. Yes. But I wore polo sport because I knew polo because my dad had a stinky bottle of the green polo that smelled like leather. <laughs> so I just knew the brand. <laughs> For my experience, this was one of the few scents you were almost required to own if you were going to own any of it. If you were going to own any at all coming up through high school by the end of the decade as wearing something so popular that onlookers could recognize the scent was actually encouraged rather than frowned upon like it seems to be now. Polo Sport wasn't so much an important release for incidentally becoming the territorial pissings of steroid abusers during the 90s, but rather because <laughs> it furthered the aquatic genre but put in put into being by the aforementioned cool water and eventually the blue fragrance category. There were other attempts at emulating the accord founding by S- S- erstwhile David Doff mega hit, but nobody really tried to advance a state of the art quite like Harry Fremont did with Polo Sport. That's the guy we mentioned earlier. Becoming the number one sports scent among males at the time is no small feat, but the combination of oceanic tones with a richer, earthy, woody underpinning was one surefire way to make it happen. Polo Sport is by far the final word in blue aquatics, and there would be at least one or two great leaps in the genre, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so now it gets... I never knew this, and I wore Polo Sport in seventh grade, like bottles of it. The cobalt-colored bottle is made to design a sports bottle, a a water bottle. And the cap is made to resemble a bar slash knob from a free weight or a piece of athletic equipment. I did not know that. Hmm. Polo Sport fused fruity, minty top totes, blah, 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 uh, stuff about scents. It apparently smells like seaweed. That's what... I don't know how... There's actually people who could smell all this shit. Oak moss, patchouli, sandalwood. Uh, No, they just make it up. Vegetal seagrass mixed with geranium and rose water, rosewood. (laughs) 
rosewood. Yeah. Uh, no. Polo Sport is a surprisingly unpretentious fragrance since it offers up an approachable freshness and inviting warmth when you get close. Which seems almost more ironic that it pitched as a sports scent and worn by a bunch of Gold's Gym flunkies looking to get into everyone's pants or scare them off the dance floor with arms too big to dance more than a cabbage patch when CC Music Factory started cranking at the Roxbury. This person's bitter. <laughs> Where you would use this now is anyone's guess, as Polo, Smart, Polo Sport has moved so far away from the common muscular vernacular that wearing it around millennials might actually catch people off guard regardless of the context or time of year. Hmm. Um, as it's as for performance, conflicting opinions exist. I guess I don't know. Performance, like getting some. I I I really don't know what they mean. This guy's like a professional. All right, he gets into condescending more though here. Ooh, I, I, I like condescending. I'm, I'm keeping out the parts where he's talking about oak moss and shit. Um. Okay. For everyone else, Polo Sport is the once ubiquitous turning point in med fragrances where sport was more of a marketing gimmick than an actual olfactive aesthetic and remains something that at least needs to be experienced once, if not worn and worn or enjoyed alongside Polo Blue. As a critical step towards where mass appeal masculine perfumes have gone, I still enjoy the occasional sniff from Polo Sport when I find an old tester here or there. But wearing this is like strapping on my Jenko jeans and tossing a corn CD in my stereo. I'm not nice. testosterone-filled or close to having pectorials bursting from a purposely too tight shirt to own a bottle unironically. Still, for the guy looking to rock some old-school aquatics, uh, Polo Sport is probably the best starting place because it shares most of the DNA with what's out there now than anything else made back then. Just re please remember to rack your weights when you're done with them, since not all of us can bench press a smart car like you. Thanks. Thumbs up. <laughs> so they like it. It's a thumbs up. All right. But yeah, man. Polo Sport, man. It was like... Okay, I'm ready for school. <laughs> yeah, I gotta add. We gotta ask all our, our our high school teacher friends if it's the same. Like I, I never thought about that. I couldn't imagine. Like you're in a room with thirty kids, and they're all just covered in. Uh, imagine, imagine the axe body craze, uh, body sprays craze. Oh my God. It was probably even worse. Yeah, because it was in your bag. You just throw it on every five seconds. Good. Spray a mist of it down the hall and just walking through. God! Not even that. Just. Ah, it's so. Each other in the face. It's so douchey. Ah. Ugh. Um. Yeah, that was that was a lot of me reading today. Sorry if that's not what you no, guys. No, I. I it, serenade us. Signed up for with your words. Uh. All right. So that's it. Retro romance squeezer. We got through it. We're done. Yay. We are uh, done with this week's show, and it was uh, it was pretty long. We went two hours, 15 minutes. We had no reviews, no angry things to read, I don't think. I didn't even really check. Wait until next, Wait until next week. 
Um, remember, if you like this show, the best way to help us out is to rate and review us. Uh, I think you can only do it on Apple Podcasts. If you don't have Apple Podcasts, just... Um... Oh, we did get one. Hands down, oh. the best podcast. I don't know if I read this. Oh. Do yourself a favor. Sure it was for ours? Yeah, by Steve Tobol. Hands down, the best podcast. Do yourself a favor and subscribe to one of the best retro podcasts. Keep the impressions coming. Oh, good God, that's beautiful. <laughs> Get them all in. Baby, the American dream doth the rose he loves that you say that I do the best impressions, baby. Number one retro podcast in the world beyond Muhammad Ali. Uh, what other bad ones do I do? I haven't done in a while. The Bash. Squeezer. You're not getting money, penny, anything spectacular for Valentine's Day? No. You're, you're not getting her your best? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want my best. Losers always whine about the best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Squeezer was the prom king. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Okay, well, thank you for that sweet, sweet uh, review, and that's the easiest way to help us. We'll be back next week. What are we talking about next week, Squeezer? Uh... We never have, like, I have this on a sheet that I could easily access, but they changed the color of the page's logo so I could ever fucking find it. Oh, see, I have it in my file. Oh, it's right here. Now, Celebrity TV Cameos. Yeah, that's going to be fun. That'll be fun. Join us next week, Wednesday. The 17th for Celebrity TV Cameos. YouTube.com slash Radiers Podcast. Radiers.com. Anywhere you listen. I'm RK. Squeezer. Have a happy Valentine's Day. Oh, happy Valentine's Day. Too.